My GG Wagon J. My regrets look just like texts I shouldn't send. And I got neighbors that more like strangers. We could be friends. I just need a way out. Yes, yes, we are back. Two G's in a pod, your mum's favourite duo, back in the studio again. What are you saying, Andy? I'm good, man, I'm good. Um, you guys probably heard we started off with some Mac Miller. Uh, rest in peace to Mac Miller. He died yesterday from um, a drug overdose. Yeah. And yeah, man, that was, uh, bro, it proper hit me hard, like it was proper sad. <coughs> yeah. Um, I really liked his album. I liked his last one as well. And I felt, I find it a bit weird when um, celebs die and stuff, because it's like, you don't really know them, but especially when it's musicians, you don't really know them, but you feel like you know them because, mm. like, they put so much of themselves into the music and stuff, and you sort of like you feel like you know them just because you you've been listening to them for so long and that kind of stuff. You kind of like almost grown up with them. Like, when was this first thing? Like, 2010 or something? 2010, 2011. From, that's yeah. almost a decade that I'm, we've been listening to him. I mean, Mac Miller as well is like he's what 26 when he died, so similar age. Yeah, bro. So. I think it it kind of just hit a little harder than I don't know like if because if it's an old musician that dies like yeah someone that's not you don't feel like they've got you feel like they've done what they you know came in the game to like accomplish in that mm. I mean mm. but with him I felt like his music was just getting better and better he was sort of evolving as an artist so I don't know man I thought it was proper sad but yeah no it was it, it was sad um, especially. Because this album was quite, it was quite, um, it wasn't a positive album, but it was... I would say it was, there was, there was like, it had like a positive spin on it. The, I was, yeah, no, it was like he was discussing things that um, weren't positive. Yeah, but there was undertones, like, yeah, exactly. I, would, I would say there was like a positive undertone, yeah. and it just seemed like he was sort of picking himself up out of a kind of dark place he had been in, mm. um, so it was just quite... Like almost as if he knows that right, I've been going through this for a while, but like I know that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Yeah, so it was quite and, um, quite sad um, just to see that it ended with like an overdose. Yeah, it's mad as well because you, you know yesterday he was on he was on live like fucking playing piano and shit, rapping and stuff on live. Yeah, just, yeah. I didn't know that, but that is um, it's just mad to think like literally at like two in the afternoon he was on live, mm. and, like a couple of hours later he's dead. Mm. But, yeah. Rest in peace to Mac, man. Should we should we get into a a Mac track? Of mm. um, 
I don't know. I'm trying to think which one I prefer, like swimming or um, what's the last one called? Divine the, Feminine. Divine Feminine. Because those are two. Those are my two favorite Mavilo albums. Oh, those are probably his best too. I like um, Good or G O O D A M. I I don't know how oh, you right. say it. Oh. I like that album as well. I don't think I listened to that at the time. You know? I didn't. I haven't listened to it all, but there's a few songs that yeah, I yeah. really like off that album. That was like probably the first album that he had where it was kind of. There was more artistry behind it. Do you think so? I will. All right, his first album I haven't listened to, but he, that was when he was in his sort of like teen, like easy easy Mac with the cheesy raps, <laughs> as they say. You know? yeah. So um, he kind of grew like a second album. It was a lot more. You can see he was trying to be lyrical. Yeah. Now to be fair, he was, pro- he was quite lyrical in the first one. It was, just, he, um, it was lyrical, but it was, it was from like a, it was like juvenile. It was cheesy raps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he kind of like sort of tried to branch out. And then yeah, by the third one, it kind of brought in like a lot more elements into it. It was more of like yeah. a, a musical album rather than just him rapping. And I was um, looking at just sort of the reaction on on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like uh, the other sort of people in hip hop sort of um, like expressing their condolences and stuff. Like it, I, obviously, I didn't know the guy, but like it seems like he was a proper nice guy. Everybody seemed to no, like yeah, him and stuff. I, I think he was. He like, was generally known to be a really good guy in the industry. Like, every artist coming and saying like, "Oh, he took me on my on my first tour," all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and yeah. they all used to hang out. His, well, not all of them, but like there was a good group of artists that are like similar in age, like him and us, that all used to hang out at his house. Yeah, back when they were like in their early twenties, like there was Mac. There was Earl, there was Vince, Chance as well. Like, there was a lot of people there. Yeah. So, um, he definitely had, like, a big influence. Um, so, yeah, sad to, see him, sad to see him go, really. Mm. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, should we get into a track? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't decide what album. Bro, up to you, man. Uh, do you want to play Dang off this album? Yeah, like let's, play, let's play Dang. Pick our spirits up a little bit. Mm. Alright, so here's um his dang by Mac Miller off of uh, the Divine Feminine. Tease me, me excited. Got 
Yeah, so that was uh, Dang off of uh, The Divine Feminine by Mac Miller. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw him perform that live. Oh, really? I, yeah, when I was in the States, um, I was at Anderson Pack show. So, uh, and, oh, and yeah, he brought him out. out for this song. Classic, man. Classic. Yeah, this song got like a very good response. Yeah, nice tune. This tune. was a tune. I was surprised this song at the time didn't get, uh, get a bit bigger. But um, I mean, I guess he was always like um, not indie or anything, but like uh, he was like an alternative kind of artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like he doesn't. It's not like mainstream mainstream hip hop that sort of. Yeah, he was kind of on the on the that the outskirts, I guess. Like when he dropped his album on the same day as uh, Travis's, people weren't really talking about his album. Yeah, they're talking about. But that's uh, that was the same day as Travis, and yeah. like Travis is a big act these days. Yeah. But he had respect from everyone yeah, in hip hop, which always can like speak to how good someone is. And I was so. looking like he's worked with pretty much everyone, bro. Like, yeah. I was, there's because he's worked with everyone as well. Everything. Yeah, he's worked well. with everyone in TDE. J Cole produced a tune on his his last album. Um, Ari hasn't worked with Drake, but Drake was saying that he's um. He was good friends with the guy or something. Mm, yeah. He produced a whole Vince project once. I think it was a mixtape. Was it a whole project? Or it might have been a joint project between him and Vince, but he produced all the tracks. Oh, yeah. And no, I saw um, Vince Vince posted something today on Instagram, something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, they were close. I can't remember what that project was called. Um, but that, that was a good project. Yeah, man. It's Pete. It's Pete. Anyway, man. How are you? What's up? Yeah. It's been a bit of a nice year in a couple of weeks, bro. We I said. know, man. I'm I'm good, bro. What's the I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on vacation right now. How well until um November? Yeah, man. Um, I'm jealous. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, because I've only just like, I just started work on Monday, but bro, you know, because obviously I'm not really doing that much in the office yet. Mm. Um, it hasn't really picked up yet because um the first issue is not in print until the 28th. Yeah. So I'm just in the office, just chilling, yeah, basically. And also the office is like m- mine is separate to the, everyone else. Yeah. So like no one really knows when I'm there or not. So I don't know if I should say this on air, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Like, so like for the first few days, I was doing um, I'll come in at eleven and dip at three. <laughs> but then um, you know what happened on um, Tuesday? Someone called me like the office phone. Yeah. Uh, I think at three twenty, and I'd already gone home. <laughs> so I get an email when I get to school straight away. Yeah. I was like shit. So then I emailed. I was like, oh, I must have popped out of the office. Blah blah blah. And I was like, all right, fine. Now I need to stay till like do the full nine to five, even though I'm not doing so anything. Now you're there, just chilling. Yeah. So so I've been um I've been there, but um. How did I even get into that? Because I'm not doing anything right now. Yeah, bro. I, I've been there I'm chilling, looking at my holiday pics, like, take me back. And it's oh, like, right. what, Dubai? Well, everything, bro. <laughs> Dubai, Miami, everything. Oh, Although yeah, my, sister's still, my sister's still holding my uh, Miami pics hostage, man. Oh, what, your sister took them? Yeah, because she's got a portrait, portrait. portrait mode, bro. I need, to get, I need to get someone with that camera, man. Fam, for graduation, yeah, I told her. I said, make sure you get authentic interactions between me and my G's. <laughs> I said, I'm going to be walking around interacting with a lot of people. Make sure you get the good candidates. Cause Just not following gonna... <laughs> you around with the picture. Bro, I told her she's going to be my personal photographer for the day, man. Uh, but yeah, graduation, graduation, man. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, but yeah, uh, so you're just chilling. Yeah, man, I feel like... <laughs> you know that, um, you know, um, what's that song called again? I'm on one, yeah? Yeah. You know that Drake line where it's like... With my like, <laughs> I've been on vacation or something. I can't remember how the line goes. And he's like, with my skin tanned and my yeah, hair, yeah, yeah, my friends have been so patient. <laughs> <laughs> what fans you got? Bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the fans of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All five of you. Big up, man. All five listeners. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but I'm. I'm chilling though. I'm good. Fair, bro. Fair, bro. See, yesterday, yesterday started so well because um, flipping. Uh, Maria, I'm drunk. Got uh, 
put on Apple Oh, Music. you know what's mad, yeah, about mm. that song? I prefer the slowed down version. Did you? I prefer the slowed down version. <laughs> you imagine just because you're used to that, and the pitch down thing. No, but I feel like, like, Young Thug especially sounds better on the slowed down version. Like, when I heard the, when I heard the, because the, I listened to it when it, because it's on Spotify as well. Yeah, yeah, Um... Oh, it's on Spotify now? It's on Spotify, yeah, Okay, because yeah, yeah. people were, like, you know the way I posted on Instagram, like, oh, it's finally, uh, I posted on our Instagram, like, oh, it's finally on um, Apple Music. Yeah. Someone commented straight away, like, nigga, what the fuck about Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was messaging me, like, what, like, he put it in, like, separate comments on Facebook, he's like, what about Spotify? <laughs> I was like, bro, ask them, man, it's not, it's not No, me. no, it's on Spotify, it's on Spotify. Oh, that's sick, that's sick. I heard it, and I was just like, it's too quick. You think it's too fast? Are you sure it's on Spotify? I'm looking now, bro. I listened to it yesterday on Spotify. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, I see it. I see it. It's there. It's there. Yeah, yeah, It's hidden. It's hidden? Not hidden, as in it's like, there's a a version by Prince Aurelius, which comes up in front of it. Like, you'd expect it to be the first in the suggestion. Oh, oh, it's the second one. Bro, it's not second. It's like fourth or something. I had to click see more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, um... Bro, what happened there? Um, basically Bro, I was playing I, on your phone Yeah I looked onto my phone Because <laughs> I wanted to see If the song The Travis Scott song Was there <laughs> For those of you listening Yeah That was a An L by <laughs> Anyway what was I saying um, Yesterday started off well And then the Macmillan news came And then I went gym Because uh, I go to gym to clear my head and stuff And I got a ticket Outside <laughs> the gym Bro Do you know the number of fucking L's I've like The number of tickets I've had <laughs> Since In the last year it's mad, like, I'm bare power about my car now, like, wherever I park it. But the thing is, because I looked at, I've parked outside that gym a million times, yeah? Yeah. I've seen the signs, I know there's a double yellow, and then it goes into a single yellow section where people can park, yeah? Yeah. So there's cars there, and I parked at the back of the single yellow section. Yeah. So where the double, the double yellow was behind me, as in, when I'm reversing, I could see the double yellow was behind me in my review, yeah? Yeah. But, I'll show you the picture in a sec here. Where I parked, yeah, the, the, like there's two yellow lines but one line is so faded like you can't even tell it's a line like i just thought it was the you know like obviously because they paint the lines on i thought it was like the paint from when they did it some flecks of paint when i show you bro like for real like it's it literally looks like specks of paint so you're gonna um, bro, feel not, it is this not one yellow line that is jokes yeah that's one yellow line bro, that's one yellow line. i've appealed it. i sent the picture i said um I said, um, it's mad because where the second yellow line starts, yeah, the first yellow line disappears. Exactly. So I was so confused. I was like, oh, that must be like the edge, like showing you where the, the lines, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I took a picture of that. And obviously, bro, I got the ticket at midnight. Why the fuck are you still up? Like giving out tickets at midnight. Don't you have a life? Don't Someone have a wanted, family? wanted that uh, commission. Fam, it's, oh, bro, I was so pissed off because I'm like, rest. Like, <laughs> go home. <laughs> it's midnight because even... There's times when I have parts of the double yellow there, I will admit, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's midnight. Like, I usually go late. I'm like, bro, no one's going to be working at this time. <laughs> so, bro, the ticket says, yeah, they observed me at 11.36, yeah, and they waited to put the ticket on my car at midnight. So, you got, you just hung out outside the so Tesco. 20, 24 minutes. Bro, you hung out outside the Tesco in Colledale for 24 minutes, <laughs> just so you could catch me out. <laughs> You're a prick. <laughs> it's a man who takes his job seriously. Bro. I, I messaged my boy about it. I sent him the picture and stuff. He said, the the sort of people that do this are the sort of people that eat jerk rice. <laughs> I was like, fam, I hope he fucking chokes on it, bro. Oh, that oh. jerk rice thing cracks me up, man. Jamie Oliver, man. He's, he's been pissing me off. Like, when was it when he first started his um his flipping, like, 
tirade against all children in the UK. We were in school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we were in year four or something. Yeah, we were in primary school. So he's been pissing us off for the majority of our life, you know? He's a prick. He's he's mad annoying. Do you reckon? Do you, you see? Do you see the like debates about the joke rice thing? About whether someone should be able to 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 um to jerk rice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny? You know what's really funny? Um, you know Levi Roots here. So they they got him on to ask like to talk about the thing like. So basically, it was um, is it possible to culturally appropriate food? That's what the. the it's an in, you know it's an interesting question. Yeah, that's what the topic was. If, yeah. if you talk, if you talk to like someone from the Asian community. All of their all of their food has been culturally appropriated exactly. by by Britain. Exactly. So it's like where when where do you draw the draw the line? Is it just because black people are upset that mm. now now it's cultural appropriation? Mm. Like, are we the gatekeepers for what's cultural <laughs> appropriation? Or there's other cultures that are also being appropriated. That, yeah. So yeah, um, it was things like that. And Levi Root said it's not cultural appropriation, but he said like there's just no such thing. Jerk rice isn't a thing. It isn't. He was like, <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't have. Firstly, you looked at the ingredients. He's like, it doesn't have any of the ingredients that. <laughs> anything jerk would have <laughs> but then um so he was he was going into detail on that and then some other woman that was on there who's like a food writer or something i don't know she she was saying that it is cultural appropriation and stuff but it's funny because she's not from the caribbean so mm. like levi roots who is was saying like pretty chill and, it's, um, it's not but um they said at the end of the interview at the end of the interview levi roots is like um so i want to invite jamie oliver and i'm i'm not sure if i can say this on air but i would like to invite you to a jerk off <laughs> <laughs> So that we could compare our rice, and then bro, the interview cut so quickly. <laughs> you can see like the panic in all their eyes. And, like, bro, did he really say that on air? Like, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, um, how did we get to jerk rice? Oh yeah, um, I my don't ticket. remember. Wait, how did we get from your ticket to jerk rice? Where's the correlation? I was saying, I was saying that the guy that gave me a ticket. My friend was saying that he's the sort of person that will eat jerk rice. Oh, and then I said, I hope he chokes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've appealed it. I wrote some long thing. I said, um, it's unreasonable to expect... Um, what did I say? Fuck. It's unreasonable to expect... Basically, I, I, I touched a picture and I explained, like, the line is... I said, the line is severely faded. Um, <laughs> and I said, at midnight, like, it's really difficult to see. I had to, like, bend over, shine my uh, yeah. flashlight to see. Because, uh, bro, I came outside, I saw the ticket, I said, this is a joke. And, uh, bro, because I, I went with my boy Jordan, yeah. Um, I, they know Jordan. Anyway, I went with Jordan and um, flipping... The whole journey back, I was just silent, like, <laughs> thinking, how did I take this out? <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I sent the picture, I said, the lines are really faded. I said, it's, un- it's unreasonable to expect, like, someone to be able to tell that there's two lines there. Yeah. Uh, especially because the lines are severely faded due to poor upkeep on your part. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I went in and I was like, yeah, I expect, um, I expect this penalty charge to be, um, what do I say, to be rescinded immediately with all this shit, man. They better rescind that. Fam. It looks like someone scraped that line Bruh, off, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. This get, oh. Anyway. Yeah, I want to. I want to meet the guy that is working <laughs> at midnight and putting tickets on cars for no. Bro, he's just trying to feed his family, man. Oh, fuck him, bro. <laughs> fuck him and his family. Bro. <laughs> oh man. Oh. And then once again we begin this show with love. <laughs> and then flipping this morning, yeah, bro. Honestly, it's been else. So basically, so on. I was meant to move into my flat on Saturday. I'm moving. I'm moving to. Um, Actually no, let me tell the whole story. So we had we had a flat in Notting Hill. Yeah. Proper nice place, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to move in time ago, but uh Bozo and his brother are still in Birmingham and they were like, Yeah, let's just move in on the eighth. I was like, Yeah, fine, whatever. But I wanted to move in there because I wanted to have it in time for a uh, carnival. because uh, it's in a proper sick location. Yeah. Mm. And um yeah, so I 
the the landlord basically so we were we've been waiting since like 22nd august that's when they accepted our offer or whatever yeah and it got to like the week it got to monday and we're moving in on the 8th i'm like um we still haven't heard from them like surely they would should ask for money and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah so i'm in the office this bro anthony he's the the land uh estate agent fucking prick <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah, anthony man calls with this little ratty voice he's like Andrew, you need to you need to get your dad to fill in the. It's saying like my dad hasn't filled in these guarantor forms or whatever. Mm. And I was I sat with my dad and watched him fill them out mm. the Friday before yeah, which was the 29th of August yeah. Mm. 29th, something like that. Yeah. So I was like, bruv, he's filled them in. I was there when he filled them in. Yeah. Um, and he said, oh, but they're expecting one other form. I said, what's the form? He said he doesn't know. I said, bruv, so what do you want me to call my dad and say? <laughs> Hi, dad. They want a form. He'll say what form? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but that's a busy man. I can't just be calling him like on a on a yeah, dad. So these forms, yeah, and he's, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. Anthony was like, okay, cool. So I was just waiting, like I was assuming they'll get in touch with my dad. Yeah. Then on the Tuesday he calls, and Tuesday morning said uh, the landlord's getting restless. She's uh, showed the property to another person whose references has cleared and stuff. So that she's like, oh yeah, basically we're gonna lose the flat if we don't sort everything out by 5:30 p.m. that day. I'm like, bro, and he called me at 2 p.m. on the Tuesday. I'm like, bro, you've given me, and I've, I've lost it on the phone. I said, you're giving me three hours to save this flat. Yeah. And you, and I said to him, so what's the form you need? He said, I don't know. I said, bro, that's when I lost it. I was like, so you still don't know what I fucking need? Yeah, you're gonna, I'm gonna lose the flat in three hours. Are you mad? And so I'm calling my dad, and bear in mind, my dad is on a flight from Dubai to China. Yeah. At this time. Okay. So that's I'm, not ideal. I'm extra pissed off because he's been in London until flipping the Monday. He left on the Monday and then you call me. So like this whole weekend, yeah, from the moment he submitted his thing and it wasn't complete or whatever you needed, you, you didn't hit me up. You didn't message him, no emails, nothing. And you're just calling us and expecting us to drop everything we do. I was at work. I'm just lucky my, my job is chill, right? So, and then flipping. So I said, um, I'm calling my dad. Uh, he's like, no one's got in contact. I don't even know what I'm going. And obviously, because he's trying to, he's like, WhatsApp calling me off the like in-flight Wi-Fi, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. sketchy at best. So yeah, I don't really yeah, like, yeah. And then there's radio silence because obviously, like, once you get to China, uh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp doesn't, doesn't work, work, Google doesn't work. They block everything, basically. Yeah, China's like, got the because it's a, it's a police state, right? Bro. Bro. So I'm like, bro, I can't contact my dad at all. It, it, like, it went like there was a 36 hour period you where I was just messaging WeChat, bro. Bro, <laughs> we had to in the end. <laughs> Did you get WeChat? Yeah, I had to. I had That's to. Jokes, it was, Hi, WeChat it, is so funny. I'm, that, I just used it for that figure, bro. So it's it's an odd one, man. But carry on with do, your story. Do you use it a lot? No, no, no. Basically, um, the internship I was doing, the, there was like one of the interns was Chinese. Oh, okay. And she has okay. WeChat, so she showed us it. All oh, right. It's so weird. Okay, okay, I'm gonna get a Chinese person to show. You. I'll get, I'll get Doug, I'll get my boy Doug next time he's back to show you. Um, but anyway, what was I saying? Uh, flipping, yeah. And then um, this guy, basically, they tried to stick it on us. They said we've never met anyone, uh, a group of people that like have done the process so slowly. And that's when I lost it. I was like, bro, you guys aren't doing your fucking job. Like, they, basically, the reason, the problem was they do this like referencing through this other company called Lettings Hub. Yeah. And Lettings Hub, firstly, they had a problem with their systems. So like the stuff we uploaded, they they didn't have the f the files yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that have to do with us? And if there's a problem, <laughs> why didn't you tell us so we could re-upload them? Why do we? I had to call Letting Sub, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, we can't tell you anything because like it's your dad, it's not you." I was like, "Bro, I, I fully said, <laughs> bro, I'm about to lose this flat. Can you please tell me what my, like we need to upload so I could tell my dad so we could do it?" Yeah. yeah. And then the girl's like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll tell you and stuff. <laughs> but why do I have to beg you, <laughs> beg you <laughs> to help me keep this flat, fam? Oh, that's 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 ridiculous. Bro. So did you get the flat? Nah, we lost it. Well, you lost the flat? Bro, we lost it. 
she she and not only that that's what i was pissed off as well because we paid 250 quid each the po- um holding charge wait did she pay the holding charge back we're, we're, they said three to five working days which pisses me off because it didn't take you three to five working days to take my money <laughs> but you won't give it back but brother it gets a lot worse this is this is the stop brother. when i tell you i've taken it else today so all right um we lost the flat yeah? yeah and i was pissed because i was like we paid the holding deposit yeah and you guys didn't hold shit mm. <laughs> and she was like uh, the guy on the phone was like oh yeah the holding deposit means she can't show it like through us to anybody else through that letting agent uh state agent but like she can use other estate agents so i was like so this whole time every time we've rented from someone and we pay the estate agent a uh, holding fee they actually can't hold anything if the landlord wants to sell it to someone else or rent it to someone else yeah, they can they can do what they want so why do they charge a holding fee and That's, why don't we get that back? A finesse. So, that is firstly, such a finesse. I've revealed that Dexter's is finessing, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a, I'm gonna write about it in the paper at some point. But <laughs> don't don't fucking use Dexter's. But anyway, so um, the funny thing is, so uh, when we found out we lost that flat, yeah, I was pissed. Then Federico, who's our estate agent from Foxton's, we viewed one in Els Court with her. Yeah. She calls us just on a random like, um, do you, are you still interested in the property? And I like I'd actually forgotten that we viewed that one. Yeah. So we look back at the pictures and the videos and stuff. It's a proper nice space. We're like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Can we do it by Saturday? Can it be done? And she was like, this is on Thursday. Yeah. So we got two working days to sort this. She was like, yeah, but everybody has to be quick. Send their forms, yeah. So we sent all our forms. Everything's in by Friday morning, yeah. And the guys like even calling us to say, fam, they're messaging me now. <laughs> 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 we phoned the landlord. All right, okay, hold on. Anyway, um, so. Uh, flipping What was I saying Yeah so uh, We called the guy And they were like Thanking us Like proper like Oh well done You've got all the forms in In one day Like this is really quick You've really helped us out All this stuff here yeah? So we get to this morning I'm ready to drive down And pick up the keys At 9am yeah? uh, So I'm pissed off already Because it's a Saturday And I'm up at 9am Yeah uh, Then I, I just messaged um, Bozzer and Iyad Like bruv uh, Can we just make sure Before I leave the house like, Can we make sure Everything's fine Before I go So they called the estate agent Next thing we know, the contract that we signed on online, so they gave us the estate agent gave us an online form. Uh, we're, we're being told that that's not the correct contract. Like, what do you mean? This is like it's got everything we've agreed to with the estate agent before. Like, we put our offer on the table, they accepted the offer, blah blah blah. Then we get a, a call from the estate agent who's in America right now. Yeah. And the estate agent, yeah, sorry, not the estate agent, the landlord. Basically, the landlord's not meant to have any contact with you. It's meant to go through the estate agent. That's yeah. the whole point of an estate agent. Yeah. The only reason he even has our number is because we've done all the process so far. We paid 1,500 quid each. Like, we've done everything. We're yeah. ready to move in. That's the only reason he has our details. Because, yeah. And he says, Foxen's blindsided them and gave us a contract that they hadn't agreed to. And I'm like, this is a fucking shit show. Like, wow. What, what do you mean? Wow. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to deal with Foxen's anymore. We want to go directly to you. And I was like, so what happens to the 1,500 quid that Foxen's is holding for uh for you like it's your money now mm. because it's our first month's rent and deposit blah 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 yeah and they're not giving us an answer and i'm like fam i don't have a spare 1500 quid to just be chucking at people bro, why are these landlords trying to finesse you and the estate agents as well and like bro the whole day i've just been making calls everything like trying to sort it out i drove down they closed at four and i got there at 4 10 i didn't realize that they closed at four i thought it was open until six right. it was only when i was on the way right that is enough <laughs> i was on the way a buzzer called me like uh um bro they closed at four and I'm looking at Google Maps. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get there <laughs> by four. Like, the traffic is peak. So I'm like, bro, call them and tell them to wait, yeah? Next thing Federica switches. She's been on our side this whole time. She switches. Like, now I'm not going to wait for you. All this stuff here. Yeah, we can sort this on Monday. I'm like, we're meant wow. to be moving in today. Wow, wow, wow. And then, yeah, so um, I get there. It's closed. So I'm like, to be honest, we can't do anything. Then the landlord says, oh, they want two more days to decide, like, whether they want to rent to us. 
and then his so it's the landlord's wife that owns the place sorry this this the landlady that owns the place and then her husband's who we've been talking to um and she's like oh yeah i didn't want to rent to boys i was like what firstly am i are you allowed to like discriminate based on uh, gender that and she said oh mad bro she said um when i saw imperial students i was thinking like three asian girls like we had last time and i was like that's that's all man you can't i swear you can't discriminate like that. Only that it's not like we've pretended we're girls like this whole time <laughs> <you've> <laughs> known my name's andrew it's on the phone <laughs> this whole time you've known we're guys like what are you talking about oh like you what you the three names andrew biasa iad and Cam- now campbell's living versus all four but bro there's no female names that's what i'm saying <laughs> it's not like there's a sam that you might think oh is it maybe <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> What Asian I don't know, names? Like, bro, I don't know any chicks called Chris. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Andrew. Why did I say Chris? <laughs> I forgot my own fucking name. That's how pissed I am, bro. <laughs> oh, Chris jokes. Bro, oh, it's been shit. just a day of L's, man. Honestly. Oh. honestly. Wait, so you're not sure if you're gonna get this flat, now? And I drove all the like. I was. I've got my passport in my pocket. I was ready to scan it, sign everything, and go. And then not only that, they sent us. So obviously they said that the contract we in- initially signed was wrong. So they sent us an amended one. Which doesn't have any of the things that we agreed to before. <laughs> like we we already in our offer we asked like because basically so it's a it's a three bed a four bedroom it's a three bedroom we convert into four yeah so we need them to put a bed in the what was the living room yeah their contract says like for the living room to not be used as a bedroom that was like the first part of the contract I was like so so they just they're basically trying to change the contract they're so trying that to change you won't the, be able exactly. to say that and then we've sent like a bunch of amendments. And then he said he was calm with like most of them, all the stuff. Bro, they were trying to charge us to repaint the flat at the end. Why do these landlords think they can just come in and finesse and, and, just, and just use it, use our deposit to just uh, fix up their flat? Oh, mad, bro. When we haven't it's destroyed. Oh, mad. Because obviously we had the same thing with flipping Kathy, bro. Bro, that. that. Kathy's a pagan, bro. How could, she try, how could she try to say that we need to pay for her parking? <laughs> that was the maddest thing. Oh, my gosh. That was the maddest thing. She was trying to act like it was a standard thing. I was like, bro, take the tube. <laughs> You don't have to park. And only that. Like, why doesn't she have a permit? For the, I, don't, if it's your I, I don't know. I don't know. But she just asked us when I saw, when I saw <laughs> that you expected to pay for parking. I nearly laughed. <laughs> oh, man. So I found it almost laughable <laughs> when you saw that. <laughs> you could try and finesse us for parking. No, that was mad. But these landlords that was and mad. estate agents, they all think just because we're students, we'll take anything. But um, we've been we've been renting for three years now, bro. We're like, we can't. That's we're seasoned ridiculous. in this thing. Like, we know what to expect we know what is like like we know when something's off you know what i mean no nah, that was crazy bro <laughs> i remember i told my mom yeah she's just like shocking <laughs> <laughs> that is disgraceful oh, my mom is jokes man <laughs> <laughs> bro kathy's just a waste man, man honestly i hope she listens to this <laughs> <laughs> i fully hope she does that this is coming soon for, for, real, for real for real two g's in the pod this yeah man but yeah um yeah so i've had en- enough of but i'm tempted to just live in edra you know and just commute because I've been doing it so far. I don't like it, but I mean, it will save me money, and I don't have to go through the next. I don't have to go through another L. Living at home for a year though is it's long. I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it either. Not only that, yeah, it's not that bad um, because the house is going to be pretty empty. Like Josh is going to uni and stuff, so oh, it's going to yeah. be me and my sister and my mum really. Oh yeah, but uh, which isn't too bad. But I don't know. It's just. It's weird. It's a weird one because obviously I'm living at home now. Yeah. And it's like, obviously. You could, it's temporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, I enjoy spending time with my family, but at the same time. Too much time. Honestly. <laughs> 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 so I like my own space. <laughs> that. It's like, I love you guys, but 
<laughs> it's been four years since I spent this much time with you, and I don't really. <laughs> I like the dynamic we had you know, every couple of weeks. I'm just, you know what? When you when you're not at home, like the dynamic you have with your saying, family, they, they is love so you so much, much more. Like <laughs> like every couple of weeks, I just pop by. I don't tell you I'm coming. Like, my oh, mom, it's my a mom, nice surprise. Yeah, my mom will walk in. She go, oh, you're here. Like, <laughs> do, you want, do you want dinner? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Although my mum still like finesses me with food and that, so yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get, I get made dinner, but like, there's not as much love in it. You know what? <laughs> you can actually taste it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's gas or anything, but you can actually taste the difference. Like, but no, I'm not trying to add my mum. I'm not trying to add my mum either. I understand that it gets annoying when I'm in the house all the time. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Um, I think she forgot how much I eat as well, because there's there's never yeah, enough food, bro. Like she'll make something and it'll be done like right. by the time she comes home and it's, just, and it's like to have to make something. To be honest, I should really just make start my, cooking. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start um looking at that. You know that go fresh thing? What's that? Go fresh, eat fresh, something like where you can you basically you, you sign up with them and then oh, they, they bring you meal plan. They bring you meals and the ingredients. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so like recipes and the ingredients. Okay, okay. So I might start doing that and like just eating more, man. Yeah, Because yeah, I eat a lot. It doesn't show. I know. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, bro, I lived with you for a year. You don't eat that much, like. For I do <laughs> in small doses, <laughs> bro. Small, every, small and frequent meals. Sub every day. That's my new diet see, plan. Bro, I remember that time you made food. Yeah, you had like two, <laughs> two bites, and you put it in the fridge. <laughs> and I was like, you spent, that, you spent that time making this food to eat two bites. And you're like, yeah, I didn't really work up an appetite while I was making it. <laughs> I wasn't hungry at the time, man. So why are you cooking? <laughs> Uh, bro, I don't remember the exact situation. <laughs> oh, I remember I sent a picture to my my brother and sister. Like, can you imagine he's done? <laughs> and they were like, that. Oh yeah, you know, I took a picture. <laughs> that's a full plate, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's really a full. I think I had like one spoonful. Yeah, I think it was what, at least like at most two. Did I go out? Nah, bro. You you took. I remember it clearly because I just finished eating it, and I I started eating while you were like just finished cooking so i thought we mm. were gonna like eat together <laughs> and then you had two bites and put it in the fridge wait but i don't understand back, i don't understand <laughs> why i did that i went back to your room that, and i was that's not something that i would normally do took the picture because i was like raw like i was here like expecting us to <laughs> you know eat dinner just chill like chat <laughs> you had two bites and left <laughs> i was just eating on, on my own i was like i don't know maybe i was in a really bad mood that day or something i, I just can't remember i mean you were smiling as normal so i don't know if you're in a bad mood but um uh yeah landlords are a shake and um living at home i don't know um because basically for felix i have to be up i have to be on campus at 7 a.m on fridays to 7 a.m to distribute the paper so like the per- it's the only one day a week though that's what, that's what I'm saying, one day. Drake on, on the board there Bruh. do you think i was following the pretty teeth it must have been drake is alive and well though yeah for real he, he came through it Right. Actually, no, he didn't really keep come through. Like he he sustained the L, but like what it wasn't it wasn't gonna be a career ending L. It wasn't. Ne- yeah, it, the, the the L occurred. He just moved past it. You know what's funny? Yeah? Um, I was thinking about this the other day. I was trying to my sister. Um, you see the way Pusha T like when he was he called his album Daytona because he has the luxury of time and the Rolex Daytona is his favorite favorite Rolex. Yeah, and he was saying it as if because he's like a luxury artist, that's why he has time. But the truth is, no one's checking for you. That's why. That's why no one cares when you haven't. No dropped one in. is really waiting yeah. for your album. Like yeah. if you drop one, I'll listen. But I'm not sitting there like, oh, I haven't heard from Push in two years. <laughs> Although I will admit, like, all right, I was kind of like, anticipating King Push and stuff, yeah, for a bit. But it's not like I was there 
gassed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're not in deep anticipation of exactly. what you That's why you Even though this album was really good, like, yeah. I actually still do listen to that album. I think it's probably the, the only one. Of it. That and Kids You Ghost are the only two from the. I don't even listen to that anymore. I just every once in a while. I don't even listen to that anymore. What do you think of um, Kanye's new. The Pornhub? Yeah, his new, his new role. <laughs> Is he the is he the creative director of oh. Pornhub now? <laughs> Do you think it's after the uh, Jimmy Fallon not Jimmy Fallon Jimmy Kimmel interview? Yeah, yeah like, said, I still I, I still watch I still, Pornhub. I still look at Pornhub, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to that. Oh my god! Do you know how many like teenage boys would love that job? <laughs> he's literally living a teenage kid's dream. <laughs> For real. The creative director of Pornhub. <laughs> he's forty. He's forty. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he's 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 a bit messed up. I, I can't, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of rate that new song though. No, I like it, it's decent. I just, I do still think he's done out here though. I was trying to, some, someone um, hit me up, one of my friends here, up the like 2G's Insta page, to like debate with me that Kanye, he was like, oh, Kanye, saying Kanye's done out here is strong. And I feel like I eloquently got my point across and convinced him Kanye's done. Why do you like, think he's done? I think he's on his way out. Nah, he's done. All right, firstly, he's definitely past his peak. And yeah, he's, that's he's that's like, for a while, but, and, yeah. but a lot of people are past their peak, like Nicki, um, him. Drake. But oh, we need to chat about Eminem in a sec. Oh yeah, uh, Drake, Drake. But Drake has plateaued, so he's yeah, past yeah, his he's peak and he's stopped at yeah. a very high level. Mm. Nicki has is is dipping. Although yeah, Nicki's dipping. We'll talk about Nicki. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki a lot has happened. Yeah. Quite a lot yeah. has happened. Um, so M has had a sharp decline, very sharp decline, and he's been in decline for a long time as well. Yeah. Uh, Kanye is on his way there in terms of decline because basically I was saying, Kanye, in my opinion, has. Uh, what did I say? Three, four, four classic albums, four classic solo albums, and one classic collab. Yeah, in uh, College Dropout, Late Reg, Graduation, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and Watch the Throne is the collab classic. Yeah, which means it's been six years or seven years since. Wait, when was Watch the Throne? Twenty twelve or twenty eleven? Twenty eleven. So seven years since he dropped a classic album. Yeah. And the quality of the music since <clears throat> has been deteriorating. I would say. Um, he still has bang like he still can make good songs and stuff. It's not like any of this uh, any of the music is trash. Yeah. But you're gonna compare someone to themselves, yeah. And compared to all his previous albums, the ones I mentioned, he's um like none of them are gonna stand the test of time. I don't no. think. No, no, no. Other than like there's songs here and there, so like Ultralight Beam, songs like that, yeah. Yeah, he's had songs, but yeah, he hasn't made a, a classic album since. And, which is why he um and I said I was talking to Ugo about this actually, like I think Ugo kind of opened my eyes to it that um, you know when I said like do we forgive Kanye after he uh, cried in that interview and stuff I didn't watch that interview you know I didn't watch the whole thing because it was too long but I just I saw the clip of him apologising and mm. I saw the other clip of him explaining like so the apolo- uh, apology clip he didn't cry it was when he was talking about um, his manager like his manager would have stopped TMZ happening all that kind of stuff yeah Yeah. I was thinking the whole time I was watching it and he was crying I was thinking you sacked your manager bro and said, I can't be managed. Exactly. So <laughs> you're crying because your manager wasn't there to help you out of a sticky situation. But you got yourself into that situation and sacked the person that would help you. Then when you realise you shouldn't have sacked him, you stand here crying. But that's, an, that's another thing. I, I just think it's just... It all seems very selfish right now from Kanye. You know what it is? It's like, um, basically, so the reason he goes on these Twitter tirades and all this kind of stuff here yeah. is to sort of... He's, he's capitalising off black outrage. Or like, black people all looking at what he's doing yeah mm. which is why he'll go and say something about slavery and stuff yeah which makes him no better than h&m or pepsi who will do they know that all publicity is good publicity they can weather the storm of uh being cancelled or whatever 
for a little bit. I've seen a lot of men out here wearing H and M clothes, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like they weathered the storm, they come through it. And I, I ain't shot there. H&M. I, I haven't shot <laughs> there since. I haven't shot there since. But I'm saying there's a lot of people that will. Yeah. And but I wasn't. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I saw he's dropping a new uh, all white Yeezys. I signed off on it. On this. I, I did. <laughs> Even though the whole time I signed up, I'm like, fuck Kanye, but, <laughs> but if I signed up and if I managed to get one in the raffle, you best believe I'm, I'm copied it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's, he's managed to capitalize off us being outraged, knowing that, like, we don't have the power to actually do something about, about it, us being outraged and stuff. But the thing is, if, if the music... Because he... All, when he was saying all that stuff, it was around the time where he was dropping albums. If the music isn't good, or if it isn't up to the standard that you have previously produced... We're not gonna we're not gonna listen to it in the same way, cause like his album was it it didn't it didn't do well for Kanye it didn't do well so like what I said that in, or in a in a streaming sort of thing when you streaming era if you only drop seven songs then it's always gonna be limited right that's true but but yeah it's true it didn't, it didn't do very well you're right and no like like you said earlier it's like flash in the pan like no one really cares about it anymore I don't yeah. I don't listen to it yeah the the Yeezys is something that's that's something else I guess. Cause I don't know when I was uh, when I used to listen to Kanye. He usually had a message. Yeah, yeah like you said, yeah. But I don't, really, don't want to hear his message. <laughs> no, now he doesn't say anything. Cause but I was he saying, doesn't say, he doesn't what, say I wanted, anything. what I wanted out of Ye would have been like had he come with a four forty four type. You know, what, this is this is actually it ties really well with the conversation about like Eminem and even extends to Jay Z and stuff because there was a period where Jay Z like you might have thought, not finished but like after. Uh, Magna Carta, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Mm. You would have said like, "Oh, like he, he's done. Like he's he's dropped all the. We've yeah, had everything." Yeah, yeah. In, in it wasn't. A, it, I it wasn't a bad. That was a bad album to go out. Exactly. I wasn't waiting for another Jay Z yeah, album. And after he sort that of album. gave himself another lease of life with 444. So I was expecting from, uh, and with Eminem revival, you would have thought that would be a similar thing. Like they're giving you like a final mature, an album coming from a mature standpoint, which I think Eminem was trying to do. It just flopped. And um, <sighs> Kanye, you were expecting like him to be able to tell you about his struggles with mental health all that kind of stuff yeah you're expecting that kind yeah, of a lot has happened to Kanye exactly and you're expecting like an introspective and i was excited for it like to find to actually hear what, what's going on with with kanye mm. man came and told us um none of us would be here without come <laughs> i he's like your right. tea <laughs> i <said> he's right <laughs> I like your titties because take through back and focus on two things at once. It's like, bro. Some of the bars of the album are That's shockingly it's, bad. It's not even like it's a. It, I mean, like you said, it's it's true. It's, not, it's like, bro, you don't need to say it. It's just, to, it's just it's just not good. Bro, he's no better than Lil Pump. He's no better than the mumble rappers. Just, <laughs> just not saying anything. He's better at stringing words together. He's better at rhyming, but he's no better than them. They they're uh, both not saying anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, oh God. Anyway, I, I was I, like, the Yeezys are different. The Yeezys are like actually. Yeah, no, nah, he like good shoes. No, well, depending with, on with what them, you like. With with um, like Kanye, I'll say Kanye, Nicki, and M are the three that have most done out here. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. for them, yeah, they're, they're still gonna remain cultural icons because of what they've done in the past, and also because they've all got the such like huge fan bases that you can't just get rid of their stands and stuff. Yeah, but. But for real G's know they're done. Like, no, 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 no. That's a, anytime I re- like see anything about these people, I'm like, bro, I'm real, and I know this yeah. guy's done. Everybody in the, in the sense of like, I don't think he's he's done in the sense of people are still checking for him. But I think he's done. Music, he is on a steady done. decline. Music like he's done. five years from now, he's not gonna be unless he can come with a 444 type thing. I don't done. know if I want to hear that, man. Because I can't no, no, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying a 444 like him being mature and stuff. But what we expected from Ye, unless he can come with something like that. 
with like you know some introspective bars telling us what's actually going on instead of none of us can be here without come yeah <laughs> <laughs> until he does that like he's done out here he can drop as many songs talking about fucking his stepsisters as much like he could yeah, do that was mad he could do whatever he wants yeah that was a bit mad they're all gonna, Not be gonna lie all, all his stepsisters are paying but yeah but still that actually, was a no, bit mad. i don't really rate chloe oh yeah, yeah sorry yeah no. <laughs> 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 but anyway, anyway, M, yeah, moving on to M. What do you think of the Kamikaze album? I actually like Kamikaze, but remember, I'm a big Eminem fan. Yeah, I yeah, always have been. Yeah. I sat on this thing and debated him yeah, versus yeah, Jay, yeah. which uh, sounds kind of dumb now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still going to stick by it because I feel like my points were valid. And I do think it's, um, you know what's funny? I was talking to Jordan about this. Um, I think it's a bit like, you know, when the um, MJ LeBron debate, yeah. You could argue it's similar. Wait, are you saying that no, M is no, no, MJ? No, 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 chill, chill, chill. Are you saying that M is LeBron? No, chill. <laughs> Let me get my point out. <laughs> I'm not saying anyone is any, anything. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying yeah, it's similar to that debate in the sense that LeBron James has been the best in the world and better than anybody else for longer than anybody else ever has. He's been doing it for 15 years and I he's about to go into his 16th season of being the best player on, on the planet. So saying LeBron is Jay? Yeah, but uh, nah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> True, I'm just saying yeah. The the debate between MJ and LeBron is a bit like you're comparing someone who's been great for a long time compared to someone who hit a higher peak. Because, and I'm not saying Eminem hit a higher peak. So just before you come and say that, yeah, I'm saying someone like uh like MJ who dominated six straight. Oh, sorry, six. Uh, sorry, two sets of uh, what are they called triplets or whatever like three back-to-back yeah, championships yeah, yeah. and dominated the league for let's say a decade yeah, yeah. whereas uh, LeBron's been doing it for 15 years mm. LeBron has his six L's that he took and the two uh, sweeps so basically LeBron needs to just stop getting swept <laughs> um, but it's almost like when you when you think of the GOAT it's like do you want someone who hit a higher height during their peak or do you want someone who sustained greatness for a longer period and that's like a that's a debate that I think you can't really settle because some people would be like nah he hit the heights and he was higher but it was for so short now, I don't know, man. I'm not saying that Eminem <laughs> hit the heights compared to Jay-Z because I feel like they've both done the same in the game. So it's it's not exactly the same, but I mm. feel like you can draw some parallels. Tell me if I'm chatting shit. <laughs> I'm not saying you're chatting shit. I'm not saying you're chatting shit, but I don't I don't I don't think that Eminem's peak was higher than Jay's. I don't if, think so. If it yeah. was then No, I agree, I don't think so. Yeah. But I will say I prefer um I still prefer Eminem's music from his peak. But I will. I mean, obviously, we all know that Jay Z has. Jay Z has just moved like flawlessly. He's lucky he cheated on Beyonce. Like it's he true, really you know. is. Nah, and I think it was all part of the plan. I think honestly. I mean, they did drop three albums off the back of it, bro. And not only that, like um, they probably get they probably paid for Solange's boxing lessons. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was so calm. That's why he was so calm. You sure wasn't actually gonna hit him. He <laughs> knew every move that was coming as well. <laughs> oh, nah, because um. Basically, yeah, so, because people didn't really want to hear from Jay. And admit it, yeah, right now, if Jay-Z were to drop an album like next week or like next year or something, what's he really going to talk about? Because he said everything. He's, he's had sure. the reconciliation, the breakup album, or like, sorry, the I'm Sorry album. Yeah. He's had the reconciliation album, the yeah. joint collab thing. Um, so what's left? We don't want to go back to hearing him talk about art and being rich. Yeah. And we don't want to hear him talk about being a dad and stuff because that's boring. I don't care what 50-year-old man is doing with their kids. I don't care. 
No, he probably needs to take a, a little break. No, I th- that's why I think he's he's finished on the perfect. They've just done their on the run two tour. He could probably do like a legacy tour, drop like a greatest hits album or something. I mean, they, he already has a greatest hits album. No, I think I think we'll hear from him again. I think he'll be back with another album, but I don't know when. I hope he doesn't because I think he's left it like at the perfect. <laughs> if if he stopped right now and didn't drop it, like he could drop verses here and there or like a track here and there, but. In terms of projects, I think anything else would just sort of start muddying his legacy. And he doesn't want to... He's plateaued at like the highest level yeah. where he's seen as almost a GOAT university by a lot of people. Yeah. You don't want to drop anything that's going to make stop, that start to waver. I know, I know, I know. But maybe... Because you don't know what's going to happen to him in the future. There might be a situation where we want to hear from Jay-Z again. Mm. Right now, yeah, it's true. I don't really need to hear anything else from Jay-Z yeah. at the moment. Because I'm just thinking, like, imagine if MJ came back to the league... Like say when he finally retired, yeah. Imagine MJ came back like two seasons after and just take just kept taking L's. He'll get to the finals and just kept getting swept yeah. year after year. It would just start muddying everything, and people would be like, "Oh, remember that time he got swept four times <laughs> in a row, four seasons in a row or something?" And then all the people like MJ stands would be like, "Oh, let's not talk about that, like, that kind of stuff." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he should he should allow it. No, he should allow it. For, at least for for now, he should allow it. Yeah, but, but Eminem. Yeah, the Kamikaze album. Yeah, I like it. I like it from the sense of he's rapping well. Now, because he's always rapping well. I like it from the sense that I feel like it's... Basically, I think Joe Budden had a good point when he said Eminem hasn't really said anything for close to a decade. I, I feel like it was a bit harsh because um, I was with Daniel, actually. I double-checked, like, when, you know, Love The Way You Lie. Uh, what was it? Love The Way You Lie. Uh, Not Afraid. All those songs, yeah, where they all came out, they were all, like, 2010, 2011 time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not quite a decade, but... Since that album, or like whatever the album was, I can't remember. Was it the Marshall Measures album? Recovery. Was that Recovery? I can't remember what the album was. Recovery, but yeah. Since that album, he hasn't really said anything. Like on the Marshall, Marshall, Marshall Mathers, Mathers LP2, LP2, that's when, the one that had Rap God and stuff. So he was just showing off like he's so sick at rapping and everything. But do you listen to Rap God as a song? Who's sitting in their car listening to it? I don't listen been... to that album. That's what I'm saying. I don't listen to that Marshall album. Mathers LP. Exactly, because he's not saying anything. So J- Joe Budden had a point. He hasn't said anything for like... He's basically <coughs> been a mumble rapper that can spit. <laughs> he, he's been a, a very lyrically good mumble yeah, rapper yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't for, said the, for like seven years or whatever. But I think the reason that is, is because Eminem always used sort of anger as his inspiration for um music and stuff. And I think... It's, remember remember when we, we did um, the January episode and he dropped the Chloroseptic remix and I asked, why does it take your album being trash and then everybody getting onto you before you actually spit? And the reason I think is because he uses anger as his fuel. So like, if he's not angry at something, he can't, he just doesn't, if he's happy, he just can't spit. Like, yeah, there's nothing yeah, to but say. Yeah, there's, there's, because when he, when he came out, yeah, when, when he released the, the albums the way he was at his peak, he mm. was angry, but there seemed more substance to it. Like he was angry at sort of Things that had happened in his life. Now he's just no. You're allowed to be angry at criticism. The criticism was correct. No, no, criticism is valid, yeah. But you're still allowed to be angry at it. I just thought this was like if people got into Drake about um, why don't you look after your kids, he's allowed to be angry at them for saying it. But it doesn't mean it's not not correct for asking him why he doesn't look after (laughs) uh, Adonis. It's a valid question. Why are you coming at Drake? (laughs) Yeah, because I just think I think it's funny because I remember you said like he sounds so bitter, and I was thinking. Drake is like the most, he, he'll drop project, Scorpion is one of the most bitter albums I've heard from. <laughs> he's pit and all his freestyles, everything's it. He's still pissed at Kanye. And, but we but don't He care. has reason to be pissed at Kanye. He has though. reason to be pissed, but like, it's not for us to say whether you have reason to be pissed or not. Like, I, if I'm, if I'm dropping an album, yeah, and everybody's universally like, parring it, 
I'm allowed to be pissed, especially if it's an the album was dead. Yeah, but <laughs> you're still allowed to be pissed. I I don't know, man. I I, 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 I agree that the album, album was, was very bitter, and I didn't. I just didn't like the um, like if he had come with like uh, like he was disappointed with the response. Yeah, and like had rapped about that. Okay, but. No, I like I like the fact that he you just know. came at people that said that the album was wasn't good. The I, album I, I, wasn't I, I, good. I like the fact he came at people, but um, I do hear what you're saying. Like, he, he kind of went overboard a bit. And it, was, it was a bit like like because it, it was like, come on, then. yeah. Some of the bars was like, and why are you coming at Lil Yoti? Like, I don't think someone like M should go at someone like Lil Yoti. Why? They make completely different types of music. Yeah, you know what it is. I think. Um, because uh, I listened to the episode of Joe Budden's podcast where he was saying, um, he basically said, like, yeah, you, you just never adapted. Like, the lyrical miracle stuff, people don't like it, and you never figured out how to make a new song. So, oh, like, basically, <laughs> Joe was making jokes about that. Where he, like, that show, yeah, he puts on, I can't remember whose song it was, but he's like, yeah, this is a vibe. And you was hot before vibes was around. <laughs> <laughs> vibes changed everything. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's so. slightly true. Like, nice. when, when are you playing an Eminem song? At what time would you put an Eminem song on? When you've just been shouted at by your mum? <laughs> <laughs> now, I listen to Eminem when I'm trying to reminisce on, like, when I like, like... When you used to like stuff. Eminem, yeah. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I still listen to his old stuff, but I just don't listen to it all the time. But, I, yeah, it's like, true. I haven't listened to his, his stuff in a long time. Like, like, you're not playing Cleaning Out My Closet at the barbecue. Yeah, I know. But if I'm trying to just, like, have an Eminem... Session. <laughs> it's cleaning your room. Because <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still read that song. I'm not gonna that, that, is that, a, that, that is a sick song. Um, but um, nah, nah. Basically, my point is, yeah. Um, what was my point? Yeah, nah. So he was basically saying, like, yeah, these guys can't spit like you can, but they found other ways, like, to create. They they start creating. They yeah, music. Other, the rap has changed, which is true. And there was, uh, I was thinking about Travis Scott. I was like, Travis Scott is nowhere. Near, Travis Scott's lyrics are like on par with. Give me someone who can't spit. There's bad people there. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people nowadays that can't really spit. It, I think Travis Scott's bars are on par with like Post Malone, maybe slightly better. No, they are. They yeah. are. I would agree with you there. Yeah. But I would never say Travis Scott's got so many bangers, and he's he's building up a discography that's like almost. Flo- bro, but I was thinking about this yesterday. I was listening to Maria. I'm drunk. I'm like, this is such an elite Travis song, <laughs> bro. Justin Bieber drops one of the verses of his life. This was the moment Justin Bieber went from a moist you in my eyes to a real G. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Young Thug comes in. Spitting like he's never spat before, like Young Thug is yeah, doing young what Young Thug, Thug does. Fucking, it took me back to 2015. I was like, this is when I fucking like fell in love with these guys' yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna say that Travis is trash just because he can't spit like you. No, exactly. So, but I can see Eminem could definitely like go at Travis. Like you can't. But it makes it sound like you. a like a bitter old exactly. man. And my point is, it's like because music has changed. Like the people that like the lyrical miracle stuff all the time. They just need to shut up. That's like, what I'm saying. Because it's, 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 it's done for you guys. This it's is been the done thing. for you guys for a while. No one cares. This is the thing, yeah. Drake, yeah. Th- his album is bitter, but he doesn't sound dated. Yeah. Whereas M, yeah, it just, it just sounds like he's like an old man. He's an old man, though. Yeah, but... But no, I get what you mean. A bitter old man. Him, like, it's the same issue that people were having with Budden like a year or two ago. I'm, I'm going to get onto Joe Budden in a sec here. Yeah. But no, I do agree with you. And But I do think as well, though, like... I thought what Eminem did with the album like that I liked was just the fact that um you know the way he was just taking all the popular flows that so like the the Migos flow that was on uh, yeah, 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 Bad and yeah. Bougie did that one song 
the <coughs> flow that everyone's using on the like take it um take Heath beats mm. um all that stuff so like the fact that he was just going in and out of different people's flows and stuff just effortlessly i was like yeah like, he's basically just flexing and showing us like yeah but how he's, good he is. he's incredibly skilled like, yeah but um and like my my pro- basically eminem's problem was that for for the last like five to ten years has been that he's been flexing and showing us his lyrical skill while forgetting that music has to be sonically pleasing mm-hmm. like what Ope was saying when he came on it's like if fundamentally the music doesn't sound good I'm not going to spin the track again so I don't care how much you're spinning <laughs> I don't care how many bars you're, you're filling in there like if it doesn't sound good I'm not going to listen to you yeah and he just forgot that music is more like Joe Budden said it's more than just rhyming words you have to actually yeah. make a song yeah but on to Joe Budden Joe was renowned <laughs> was universally like seen as trash for a long time <laughs> he he was in the Eminem boat where he could spit yeah but he's me- who was spinning Joe Budden's <laughs> album? No one. Other than no one. No. One. I, remember, I remember one time on Twitter, yeah, this guy, basically his girlfriend was paying, and someone got onto his curious cat, uh, onto her curious cat, yeah, like um, just asking, like, are you still with your man? Stuff like that. She said, yeah, and the guy replied, like, but his favorite artist is Joe Budden, <laughs> and that was a, a valid part at the time. I burst out laughing at the time, and this was in 2012 or something, yeah. Yeah, that is, who, that is how is Joe Budden your favorite artist? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless you've got some like, deep issues that, that he speaks, <laughs> he speaks to you. But there's not that many people that I like that. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. So Joe Budden, like he said, he he always wanted respect and stuff, and he didn't get respect. And the reason he didn't get respect is because let's face it, his music didn't really earn respect. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that good to to earn respect. He never. He had what one hit, two hits. He had like one. I can't really name five hit. Joe Budden songs. Can you? No, I can't. No, I can name two. I think <laughs> <laughs> I just I rated his Drake disses. Yeah, yeah. No. I think they, the way he good. dropped them made him seem like an like a maniac. They were good, but then it also it also highlights the fact that because Drake was able to win that beef by just ignoring him. Yeah, because which shows that everyone you were, was ignoring him. He was irrelevant. He was irrelevant. So I don't think that that would happen now. That people would ignore him. I no, don't but that's think what, they would. That's what I'm saying. We we like Joe now, yeah. Which means we're letting him sit there and stay in his pajamas on a podcast, <laughs> telling telling us that he's better than Eminem. Oh, that was so funny. Though, but it's man. like, bro, I don't think you've been better than Eminem for the last decade because it's almost like trash calling trash trash. Like you <laughs> you you retired because no one was listening to you. So, <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, apparently, yeah, his last album went number one in the really in the US. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I have never heard his last album. But um, oh, that's good for him. <laughs> <laughs> that is good for him. I didn't know that. that that's really. Uh, I didn't know it that was he, he, was, very, he was moving like that. Very, very funny to sit there and just listen to him say like, "I'll cut you." <laughs> no, no. But I do think I do think he because um, like you know you know I put on Twitter I was like who would win uh, Eminem or Joe Budden and most people said Eminem yeah. But I was thinking more, and I was like, "All right, Joe Budden says he's studied Eminem for the last like he's been his most important case." He's like, a fan. Whatever, yeah. Whatever he says that. So I feel like he would actually win, but just because he knows everything about Eminem. And I was, I, I thought that they did bring up a valid, a valid point that M hasn't really, he hasn't really battled anyone good. Has he? I don't really know his like rap battle history. You know what? But was, he's he, dro- was he not like he's a? He's dropped a some rapper? very good disses. Yeah, he was a battle rapper. Yeah, so he was a battle rapper. But I, like since he's come into the game, yeah, he hasn't faced off against anyone good. He's dropped good disses though. Mm. Like I rate his disses, but he hasn't. And his name dropped. Good. His name dropped a lot of people. So it's funny, man. Ah, uh, but <laughs> said Mariah what, had him on the ropes, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> true though. She did. <laughs> no, because hasn't didn't flipping um didn't Joe Budden lose majority of his beefs? <clears throat> I don't really know. He lost. Beef, to, he lost to Lil B. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! This guy can come and chat. 
I just find it funny, like, because if any other rapper that, like, if people, if anybody else that we didn't like, yeah, went on a podcast and just told everyone <laughs> that I would win, <laughs> I'm like, fam, get this guy out of it. Bro, imagine Kendrick, d- this is Drake tomorrow, and Drake goes on Drake Brothers' <laughs> podcast and says, fam, you know I'm going to fucking kill that guy, like, and then just for an hour and a half just goes at him, yeah, with valid, with valid points maybe about that's Kendrick. The, maybe that's, the new, flip, maybe that's the new form of diss track, flip bro, because that was good. Flip it the other way, if, if Drake goes at Kendrick, and then Kendrick, instead of getting in the booth and spitting, goes and sits down on Joe Budden's podcast and then for an hour and a half says everything about Drake. And, like, bro, you could part Drake for an hour and a half. You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. But I'll just be like, bro, it's weak. Can you spit? <laughs> to be fair, yeah. It, it, it was weak, but it, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was, it was funny. funny. It was funny. It was funny. I don't know if that I would have got that amount of humour from a four-minute diss track. Yeah, no. That I got from the no, hour no, I was definitely entertained. Definitely entertained. Especially when, um, when flipping um, Safari called... <laughs> podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Why go on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. I, I'm, if that if that beef does happen, though, that would be a good beef. I think it would be interesting. But the thing is, I don't. I can't see them going back and forth. And also... Joe Budden basically said like Eminem needs to make the next move, so and, yeah. and I don't see Eminem dropping a whole distract to Joe Budden, because like there's nothing to par him on. Everything that he could be parred on, he's already either acknowledged or parred himself on. Mm. Like he knows that he was trash, and he knows that everybody likes him now because he's managed to flip. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like yeah, but yeah, um, Nicki versus Cardi. <laughs> Oh, I'll say it on Twitter. So I only saw that this morning. Bro. Some, someone said, um, "I want to say again, Nikki should use her her unsold albums as throwing stars to fight her off." <laughs> oh my gosh! <sighs> oh, dude! Oh, oh my! Oh, damn! You think Cardi would win in a fight? In a 100%, fight, hundred percent. Cardi, Nikki can't. Nikki's for Cardi was can't fight. Angry boy. Nikki can't fight at all. And the Nikki's like, you know what Nikki's like here. Yeah? She's like one of those people um, that just chat shit all day, every day. And then when you get upset, like, like I remember basically, I remember I was, when I was reading the tweets, I was thinking about this time in biology when I was in the year 10. Uh, there were these two guys, Ed and Ed. It's funny that they had the same name. Ed Jeans and Ed Nutting. Yeah, we used to call him Ed Nutter. Um, Ed, because he would just flip. And Ed Jeans would just piss him off. They sat next to each other. Because mm-hmm. I think just because their first names were like Ed and Ed. the same, yeah. So I think we were sat in alphabetical but by first name. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Ed Jeans used to just piss him off Like mm. He would poke him He would just chat shit Like whisper in his ear Stuff about his sister Like He would paw him All day every day yeah. And there was one day Where nothing flipped Like He like Chucked his, t- his chair over yeah. And he was standing there Like panting I, was, yeah. I burst out laughing Yeah yeah, yeah bro, but I'm saying, School yeah, fights were so funny man Nikki is like Ed Jeans Like The one that will poke you And prod you and stuff yeah. Mm. That when you flip You look crazy Like he got kicked out Of the classroom Everything Yeah, He cried outside Like because You know when you're so angry That you cry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, That's, that's, that's how a you mad know, level of that's anger That's how you know It's a rage like, <laughs> I haven't felt rage like that Since I was like 13 yeah, or 13 Yeah like, a mad level bro, of anger like, To hit And so He was angry You know what I'm saying yeah. So but the whole time, Ed Jeans was the instigator. He was the one trying to keep his cool. Nutter mm. Nutt- was the one trying to keep his cool and stuff, yeah. Mm. So I'm saying, like, Nikki's like that. She's a pussy. Like, she, oh, not to say Ed Jeans is a pussy. But <laughs> 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 if he's listening, he's probably not. <laughs> anyway, like, but Nikki's a pussy. Like, she's just going to talk and she'll, like, she'll, she'll do that. But when someone pulls off on you, like, to see if you're going to reciprocate that energy, like, mm. you ain't got nothing to mm. do, you will say. Mm. So, yeah. I don't remember the last time I remember any good press about Nikki. 
No, she doesn't even get good press when she pays for people's um, college tuition anymore. You know when she she said she'll pay for her fans, and she does. She still does it every once in a while. Oh, she's still doing that. But on the Ellen Show, um, she she paid for like three fans. Really, college tuition, like live on air or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the same time where she said in the interview she wanted to punch Travis Scott in the face. So that was the headline. Why is she saying that though? Leave Travis alone, man. He's you did the same thing with your album rollout, bro. She's dumb. No, you know what it is? Yeah, she's a snake for real. Like, there's too many people that have like co-signed that she's a snake. Yeah, Cardi's saying she's trying to block her from doing no, records with artists. Although I did see, because you know there's like hella Nicki fan accounts on Twitter. I did see, um, what did I see? Someone was like, uh, what were they saying? Oh yeah, they were like, so remember Lady Leisha said she was offered money by Atlantic to this Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. She was offered the same 360 deal that Cardi B's supposedly on right now, mm. basically. So they were saying like, so obviously we believe Lady Leisha when she said that she was offered that she had to turn away and she said she was really sad she cried about it because it would she'd be able to take her mum out of the hood all that kind of stuff yeah mm. um, so why do we not believe that like Cardi B is just being paid by Atlantic to beef her basically? to beef Nicki yeah and Nicki's the victim in all this effectively because had Lady Leisha sent a diss track to Nicki you'd be like what the fuck are you doing like Nikki's but Cardi, Cardi's never sent a diss track to but, Nikki. But she tried to physically assault her. Like basically, the, the yeah, <laughs> like yeah. The, but she's the, saying that the, that's based the, on the sort of what's the word? Um, is it antipathy? Is that the word? I don't know. It's a big word. <laughs> it could be. Basically, Do you to look it up. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> the bad vibes <laughs> between them. Yeah, yeah. Ba- basically, is like, is it because Nikki uh, Cardi is like being told by Atlantic like, now nah, you can't be cool with her. And also, they already know that Cardi's a hothead, so like, it does. It's not going to take much for um sort of Cardi to go off the rails. I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's hard to to be sure what happened when you're not there. The, yeah, part of the situation. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm inclined to take to take Cardi's side on it. I am as well. I am as well. Cause um I've been in the situation where someone's just pissing you off to, to get a reaction. And it seems as if... I've got siblings, man. That's, how it, that's <laughs> what they do, bro. <laughs> and we've heard other artists come out and say the sim- similar things about Nicki, like other female artists. So, I don't know. I would, I would back Cardi. Nicki's a snake, man. She chats about female empowerment while trying to undercut everyone else in the game. Yeah. Can't fuck with it. And she's done out here as well. Like, she's, she's one that's definitely passed her feet. Yeah, she cancelled hella tour days. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, did anything else happen? Um, did anything else happen? Anything happen in the UK? You know what I was thinking, yeah? Did you listen to uh, Stefan Don's project, that Secure EP? I haven't, you know. Basically, the last track on it is an IMDDB diss track. Because you, really? you know they were beefing. I didn't, didn't know. know they were beefing. So basically, um, they beefed on Twitter briefly because um, I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was like, they were basically beefing about money. Like, uh, Stefan Don said something about, like, I can't remember who started it, but like, there was a point where Stefan Don was talking about how much money she got from her Boohoo clothes deal. Yeah. And then IMDDB said something about, like, getting 12 mil this year or something like that. Yeah. I- either 12 mil or 1.2 mil. It might be 1.2. But she was, they were comparing the amount of P they have, which at first I thought was corny as fuck, because I was like, bro. That is corny. You're both rich, man. <laughs> we're broke. We don't need to see that shit. But, um, uh, anyway, they saw each other at some award show, the VMAs or something like that. Yeah. Mm. They saw each other and um, like Steph London like pulled up on her 
like what's good like you were you were chatting a lot of shit and stuff wait just because she posted how much she made or was no no there, they, they there were, were there was a back and forth like, they, they were arguing they were arguing okay, okay, yeah okay. i can't remember what the tweets were but they were arguing and okay. um uh that everyone thought it was squashed because like they'd left it a while back but basically like steph london thought that i'm ddb was chatting a lot of shit about her so once they saw each other face to face i'm ddb tried to keep it cordial just like not spud her but effectively like spud would be like what's up basically yeah, like yeah, when they yeah. see each other and then just yeah. um and Steph London was like, nah, you were chatting a lot. Now I'm here. <laughs> what have you got to say? And be- bruv, Steph London would fuck her up. <laughs> yeah, like, she would. She would seriously fuck her up. She would. So um, I think it's good that she sort of didn't re- reciprocate the energy. But anyway, um, you know Adot from um, uh, Radio 1 Extra, the mm. DJ? Yeah. yeah. So she told the story and she was like, because um, obviously Andy DeVee's from Manchester, she was like, and DDB was there screaming like, get some class, get some class, <laughs> get some class. And, and she um, she took that like as a sample and looped it in the song. So in the song, you just keep hearing like, some class. Um, and what else she was saying? Oh, yeah, no, and she said that like, you had all this energy. Where's it gone? Like, that's what um, uh, A-Dot said. And she, she cut that and like sampled that in the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought the diss track was hard. But I was thinking this Nikki Cardi thing is similar. Like, <laughs> I need to listen to that. To that EP. Yeah, man. Um... But yeah, so it, it's funny when when um you see things like this. Like, I'm a fan of when people get get stuck on them when they've been talking a lot mm. because it's very easy to chat. And then when um when someone pulls up on you, like I really want someone to pull up on Piers Morgan. <laughs> I really want like a, what's her name Emily Ratajkowski to pull up on Piers Morgan. Yeah, because every time she takes a like she has her nips out, he always has to say something. It's like, bro, let her do what she wants, man. It's her body. You know what I mean? He probably just he's a waste, man, bro. Yeah, no, I wanted I wanted gigs to pull up on him. You know when gigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, gigs gigs should not pull up on people, man. It's it's too humorous. Oh, it's too, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I don't know where where that when that clip started to resurface again of him pulling up on the the door lady. You know that mad old clip. Oh, when it just came out. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is <laughs> happening here? What's going on? Who is this? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> I've oh. seen this behavior. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Piers Morgan would do. To be honest, if he's, a pussy, on he's a pussy anyway, man. They all are. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, fam. I feel like we haven't heard from Gigs in a while now. You know. When's his last project? Was last summer. Uh, one, one to them. them. Was that last summer? I thought it was October. Oh, was we it? had it in our episode, so it must have been after we started. Oh, okay, okay. It was October. Yeah. Yeah. But um. You know, I've noticed that in in terms of the UK, there hasn't been many sort of grime or just strictly UK rap acts dropping recently. But shit's dropping soon. He said, "Is he? That's going to be a mix of of a lot of different styles, though. Like that's not going to be a grime album." Yeah, I guess. I mean, he did it. He did the mix on the last one, so I thought he might come with something different on this mm. one. But like, yeah, no, you're right. I'm I'm not. I'm anticipating some like sort of Caribbean. Yeah, like, I'm looking forward to that album, no, though, I but. Mean, I no, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, to be honest, in the UK, I always feel like there's not that many projects that drop in general. Maybe just because we're it's smaller, so there's fewer artists. Mm. But like, even when we come and do the show, like we always have so many albums to talk about from America. Whereas from the UK, there's always like tracks here and there, but it's not albums. That's why I like. I feel like we always end up leaving it as a sort of yeah. uh, afterthought because it's like it's harder to talk about one song than it is to talk about a whole project where there's like different yeah. topics and themes and stuff to to discuss. Whereas if it's one sort like if I'm talking about the jumpy remix so what am I going to say I like the sweet <laughs> I like the sweet one ad-lib. and I think the verses are hard that's all I really have to say man yeah but yeah I think historically it's always been like that right yeah 
more tracks than whole albums. Mm. But um, I do think the albums, the albums that come out, <coughs> the quality never seems to dip too low. Do you get me? Mm. Like, in America, like, I, I, if someone drops a trash album, like, it happens all the time. Nav dropped. <laughs> people people Nav, drop Nav only drops trash, bro. <laughs> nah, sure. His first his first project was good. His first project was good. And there's goodness. a I listened to the uh, the Relentless. That's his, his last project again. Uh, I don't know why, but I just did. And there are a couple. There's a couple songs in there that are decent. There are. There's one called Champion with uh, Travis Scott. I quite like. Yeah, but that's there's another one called Ten. That's got Travis on it. Yeah. So like, I like I like the song with the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But that's got the weekend on it. Okay, fine. I hear you. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to Nav. They should have kept his verse muted on Yosemite, man. <laughs> you know the way everyone loves Yosemite. Yeah? I'm thinking, do you love it? Like until now, <laughs> are you loving the whole song? Because I can't get over like the end. Of it. I'm just like, dude, we don't. We can't like. <laughs> I don't even know what he's saying. I don't know. I don't care. What it's he's probably saying, the worst man. feature verse I've ever heard. Yeah, well, it's not having it. <laughs> Um, what were we saying? Um, but yeah, like, uh, right, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the UK. Um, mm, that they ha- I was saying that they, I, I haven't, there hasn't been many like grime artists dropping recently. So let's I dropped his EP. He's not grime. What would you, what would you say he is? UK rap? He's more rap, yeah. But he did drop his EP and that is a, that's a fire EP. Yeah. But is that like, Actually, it's, yeah, it's interesting. I haven't heard from like, I guess Gets just dropped that song which is no, a good song um, oh, DWE dropped his, his um, debut you know it's his debut album DWE yeah. that's his debut yeah Man. but I, um, I haven't listened yet I haven't listened to that either um, I don't know if I'm trying to listen to a whole album of DWE there would, yeah, there would have been a time when I would have I don't know if I'm trying to listen to that either I might though back when like Bluku Bluku and oh my bars <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm, um, I just I, yeah I just don't like I feel like it's kind of sad I feel like Grime is kind of being do you, pushed to the did, side did you see that when like a few months ago when it was like a topic like is Grime dying mm. do you think I don't really want to get into it because I don't <coughs> listen to enough gr- like I'll say I'm a casual Grime fan I used to be like a much bigger Grime fan but um, I feel like the sort of Grime goats to me just stop dropping Jamie hasn't dropped since 2015 yeah Chip drops but it's never really full Fully grime. grime. Stormzy's I've, last album wasn't wasn't grime. Grime. Um, Jamie, I have uh, not Jamie. Sorry, um, Skepta. Skepta. Uh, I didn't really like Konnichiwa that much. Mm, Dizzy, I, mean, I haven't I, checked for in a while. Dizzy's last album was good though. Rasket was decent, but I haven't really. I don't really check for Dizzy. Um, yeah, Kano. I don't know where Kano's gone right now. Yeah, so I'm saying like they they've sort of. They they had you know when Grime had its little resurgence when Stormzy came on the scene and stuff. Yeah, that that time. And then at that time, like Jamie dropped, uh, Stormzy dropped in twenty sixteen, yeah. uh, Skepta dropped, Phil's <coughs> dropped, Kano dropped. All that, like I think, I don't know if they they've sort of like they're like, alright, that's calm. We're yeah, cool. we're cool with this. Also. I don't know because I mean that did a lot of uh, that did a lot for the UK scene in general. Because I mean, like urban music has been at the front of like British music since then. Yeah. But, that's true, but grime itself. So that's that's what that's basically what the um <coughs> the discussion was is basically like if you're the popular UK urban music, or you're in, like it's black music, but like the popular music that is all stemmed from grime, but mm. it's not grime anymore. So it's like the Afro swing or the drill, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not grime. It's not grime, no. And so does a straight grime MC? Is, are they still so like AJ Tracy? I would have said is 
Was Grime. Was Grime. He doesn't really uh, drop Grime. Yeah, anymore. he's not dropping Grime right now. Youngin is doing pop tunes with Jess Glynn. <laughs> Who else? Yeah, Youngin's been off of Grime for a while. Captain Conan did a. I mean, I don't even know if they, they were Grime to begin with, but they did um, like an R&B slow jams album. Yeah. Like, everybody's sort of novelist drops a, a Grime album. It was dead, but it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, got, it got nominated for a um. What's that? Uh, Mercury. Mercury. Place. Maybe it was good then. I was baffed. I was so baffed. Anyone can pick up a Mercury <laughs> these days, bro. That's <laughs> uh, no, an interesting point, though. I don't know. Because it seems, it seems that, once again, grime is not the way to make money. Mm. Like, in the past, you'd get the grime acts moving into, like, a sort of poppy. Now they're moving more towards Afro Swing. So I guess they're still keeping it. It's more... It's still in the circle, but... I mean, it's still, like... I, I put it under... Like, I just call it the scene. I don't even call it like grime or anything. I don't distinguish it. Yeah, it's still like, in the scene. They're not, like, not jumping no, out of exactly. the scene Notes, anymore. Notes is in the scene, but he has a, He doesn't spit. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He's not yeah. a grime artist. But there was a there was a moment where people were actually into grime. Yeah, and I don't know. Is it because like because the generation that was into grime like back when we were on the like, you know back of the bus with flipping Sonny Erickson, yeah, W Ten I or W Eight Ten I, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, Bluetooth and the songs to each other. Like, yeah, when you used to have to share the files. Exactly. Man. Yeah, like that sort of we've all grown up in it so i don't mm. know if it because i don't know any like the the new you know when you see like a new grime fan and stuff yeah it always seems to be like some posh white kid these days <laughs> i don't know if I, i'm being harsh yet but i don't really see that many like like my brother doesn't listen to grime like that the same way i did when i was his, i mean he's, he's 18 now he's not a kid anymore but like when he was like 14 and stuff he wasn't listening to grime the way i was when yeah, I was that age. yeah. Maybe, maybe we're becoming the old heads, man. Maybe it's a similar situation to the M thing. How he can't understand why no one wants to hear Rafferty rap anymore. <laughs> maybe it's a similar thing. Like yeah. the kids don't want to hear grime anymore. I don't know because grime is only as a genre. It's only what fifteen years old. It's not very old at all. And like I don't know the proper like <clears throat> history of hip hop or other genres like that. Yeah, but like did they have these po- moments where there were like real lulls in the popularity of the of the genre and like it took something else to sort of respark it like was there like a five year period where no one really wanted to listen to hip hop yeah but then again I don't know because hip hop just changed so obviously like, R&B's had that where nobody was listening to R&B yeah 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 and but then the resurgence with like The Weeknd right? those kind of people kind of yeah the R&B, R&B was kind of and hip hop did have a moment right in sort of <laughs> around the Soldier Boy era where people thought that it was it was gonna die like around the when Crank That and stuff were coming out and Nas made that album Hip Hop Is Dead but what year was what year was um, Crank That 05 or 06 might be not 06 cause Lil Wayne came yeah that just recently yeah, he <laughs> rapped things like not long after that so like and Kanye was still about dropping music yeah but yeah yeah <laughs> nah nah he was he was he was I don't even know why I stopped like that <laughs> But I don't know. Hip hop kind of just changed, but it's still, it's still like even today, hip hop is very different to what it was. But it's still hip hop. Whereas, because I was thinking that like, you see the like with hip hop, there's the mumble rappers and all that. Like, yeah, the but they still come under hip hop. The different waves of, of things is that what Afro swing is to? But grime? Afro swing is not grime though. But is Afro is mumble because mumble rap isn't? It's hip hop. But is it? Are we just putting it under the umbrella of hip hop, or is it actually hip hop? Because some hip-hop purists, like, Eminem wouldn't say that it's hip-hop. Nah, I think it's hip-hop, man. But I think it is, but... I think it is as well, but is it because we're putting it under the umbrella of hip-hop? Or is it actually... Like, what is hip-hop, basically? Well, I'm not ready to answer that question. Yeah, that, that right, but that, as I say, it's interesting to think, because then it's like, should we also be putting these people underground? Underground. 
Like, if you had a grand stage at a, a, a To be festival, fair, if it was, like, a mainstream newspaper in the UK... They would say... Talking about Notes or AJ Tracy, or they're going to say... Grime MC. Grime Act, yeah, yeah. Grime MC. And so, if you had, like, a festival like Reading and there was a grime stage... They'll be, they'll be on that stage. Yeah. So, that's why I just say the scene when I'm talking about, about here, but I find it it's weird when you compare it to, like, hip-hop and the things that come under hip-hop. Mm. Basically, I just think if I like it, then it's hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> If it's not, then I'm like, yeah, it's probably not him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like. They should all do the same. Like all the bitter old men that like are pissed off that these guys are like disrespecting the culture. I'm like, bro, if you don't like it, they're not making it. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for a new Skepta album though. Do you think he's gonna drop one? I don't know. I feel like he's busy just making moves. <laughs> it's like that um you know that meme is like from EastEnders where he's like while you was out doing nothing doing this I was out <laughs> yeah. making moves because <laughs> I feel like he's been making big moves man. he, he has he has like he's he's getting bigger in America like he announced recently that he was um working on a visa to get, go to America or something something like that he he went to America recently no yeah that's why I didn't get when because he announced it and then someone like one of those you know like Plugsville or one of, you know those Instagram pages that talk about UK music and stuff mm. said like the the caption was like, "Oh, Skepta announces he's working on um, a US visa with like the praise the hands like, you know the, the cheering hands or whatever." When was this? This is not too long ago, and I was thinking oh, like, because he did get banned from like he didn't he didn't get a visa. Yeah, but he was, was meant like, to perform at um, um, what Coachella or something. I think he was meant to perform at Coachella twenty seventeen, mm. and he didn't get a visa. But then for twenty eighteen, he got one. He got one. No, he was at Coachella 2017. That's why I didn't get what they were talking about. Because, like, obviously he's got felonies, yeah. But, like, he's flown there before. So, was it just a question of him renewing his visa and he decided to tweet it and then everybody got gassed? Because <laughs> I found anybody can renew their thing. Like, I didn't really understand what it was. Or is he, like, he might even just be renewing an Esther, like, bro, they expire every two years. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, don't, to, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you're going to have to renew it, bro. I didn't realise that someone had tweeted that. But it's, 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 it's kind of breaking into the US right now. And he's doing all the fact like it's like what we were saying earlier, man. He hasn't really done a misstep since he linked up with Naomi Campbell, man. Yeah, that move was it was good for him, genius, man. Genius, power move. Everyone, everyone started to love Skepta again. Mm. Like he even said today that you know his um his, his new his shoe. Yeah, he said he didn't get a chance to even tweet out the link, and they were sold out before yeah. he, like when he checked. They're nice though, those Maxes. I haven't seen what the new ones look like. I I didn't even see a pair of the old because you know he had the the very first the SK. The SK97s. Oh, okay, yeah. I just saw the new one. So the SK97s I liked, and I've seen people wear them. Like, mm. I've seen people with them. Then, you know, he dropped another one, which was like white and blue. White, blue, and red. So he dropped another one that was white, blue, and red. Yeah. But I know the only person I ever saw with it was Poet on um, Half Cost Podcast. Mm. He's the only person I ever saw wearing them, ever. I didn't even see Skepta wear them. I saw him tweet the, uh, or put the picture on Instagram. One time, I've never seen anybody else with a pair yeah. other than poets. So I thought, like, did he just make a custom <laughs> pair for poet? So this this new pair, I haven't even I haven't even seen it. I just no, I saw I didn't I've only seen like the Instagram picture, but it looked nice. Let me see. Was it on his on his install? Yeah. When he said that they sold out. Did you see um thing? What do you think of the Nike Colin Kaepernick thing? Um, I can't find the picture. Leave it. Yeah. What, what do I think of it? Yeah. I think it was a it was a bold move. 
from what Nike or from Colin? I mean, every <laughs> every move that he's made has been bold. Colin. He's <laughs> 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 like the embodiment of that. <laughs> no, I think it was a bold move from Nike, but it's probably a smart move. I don't know because I was I was looking at it. Yeah. Like my initial reaction is obviously like this is amazing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. But then you know, obviously, you see people criticizing anything anyone does. Yeah. So they're saying I saw the criticism that they're trying to capitalize on so it was less the crypti- criticism <laughs> it was less the criticism of <laughs> nike because nike is a, a company like it's yeah. not their job to um i mean it's nice when they sh- you know show support for certain like social issues and stuff, yeah but it's not their job their it's job their is job, to make, make money and yeah. sell shoes um but it was like the fact that colin kaepernick's sort of mission and whatever he, his goal was is now like forever tied to the profits of a massive uh, multi-billion dollar company which i thought was interesting when you think about it because it's like you know when when these like big artists or like big public figures sort of link up with a certain company yeah yeah a company who might have like questionable um like a questionable human rights record like uh nike has with the whole slave labor thing or whatever the, is it child labor sorry yeah that kind of stuff yeah um but it's like they're trying to get their message out to more people, so it's like it has the benefit of that, and it's like it's a benefit. It's it's a benefit on all sides for Nike because they look better, all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. although they they lost some market cap or whatever, that's gonna come back quickly, mm. and they gained in was it media awareness or something? They gained money in another way, something like that. I mean, they probably would have, yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's like it's almost like we we think that um, Nike care and stuff. Oh, uh, I'm not. Well, we're. I don't know. It, it's like you, you almost like think that Nike care or whatever, but. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the the goals of Nike may not have been like completely innocent. Yeah, innocent. they might have not been. Oh, let's support this cause just because we agree with the cause. It might have been. We know that, that we can capitalize. On yeah. This, but I still think that it's a good thing just because it does bring it to a wider audience. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree. It's, definitely, it's, it's, it's definitely a good thing. It's also mainstream support for someone who's been like... Beleaguered. Yeah, who's been I've like blackballed I've by... i words today, but... <laughs> <laughs> my vocab is expanded. <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading books, bro. Yeah, for <laughs> real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have, you know. When I was in Miami, I was reading... I, I read this book. It was... um, oh, What's it called? It's called How Successful People Lead, yeah? Yeah. And the first... The first... Uh, the first point is like a nine-step book. Mm. Uh, I'm only on step two. <laughs> but the first step was to like show love and appreciation for people in the team and just in general like the guy gave it like a different examples and one of the examples was like uh if you're raising a family like that's a team as well with your wife or whatever it is like you could think of that as a team yeah so as a husband you're like the leader of the team or whatever like that yeah, yeah. so it's like that's why you should always like like vocally affirm your love for each other or whatever and they were saying like yeah just you with your mates and stuff you should be like telling them like on the, like how much you appreciate them and stuff and i was like i don't know how much i'm gonna just sit and just chill and be like bro i really appreciate, I really appreciate, you. <laughs> appreciate you bro i love you like i'm not gonna be doing that every time i see you but like it kind of it made me think i was like how much do i actually like because i'm one of them people where it's like i think actions speak louder than words so like when people tell me like when people sort of tell me th- things yeah i sort of always take it with a pinch of salt because yeah. until they actually do something yeah to show that they're not just chatting shit i'm always thinking like bro you're chatting shit <laughs> so but then i was thinking how often do i actually do anything or say anything to like show people that you know i appreciate them and stuff and mm. like and i was thinking bro am i like a bad leader and stuff. 
this man, because I'm this job, like I'm leading the team of thirty five people, bro. That, that's a lot of people to be leading. And just I'm, make sure you tell them you appreciate. Yeah, it, for real. No, I think people do respond well to words, though. Yeah, like people say actions speak louder than words, but people respond really well to words in general. Yeah, that is true. I feel like people shouldn't. Like, <laughs> no, because just people chat so much shit, bro. It's so, it's so easy to just say something and not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, or not mean it. But yeah. people still do believe in words. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to continue taking things with a pinch of salt <laughs> until someone <laughs> proves to me why, why that's, a, that's a bad idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> bro, I actually speak so much louder than words. When someone actually gets up and does something, yeah, then you're like, yeah, they rate you. Yeah. No, actions do speak louder than words. They do, they do. But words are still the words are still important. Words yeah. are words are there. How do we even get into this? Because you, <laughs> you said beleaguered and I asked you, have you been reading books? <laughs> oh. We're talking about Kaepernick. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't think that Nike's Nike's aims are that always confuses me whether it's Nike or Nike. I switch up between I the say, two. Yeah. I say I say Nike town, but I say Nike shoes. Mm. Anyway. But any even even if it's not, it does I think it's good just from the fact that one, it it widens his audience. There are people that had no idea what was going on that probably now have a little bit of a clue at least. And if then you didn't know, you're just you're just you have your head in the sand. But there's a lot of people who probably didn't know. Um, there's a lot people. of people who probably didn't know. Like unless you're really focused on on the culture like that, because that's not even, it's not happening in this country. Okay, yeah, and it's not Fine. in America. If you didn't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If in America, if you didn't know, then okay. But I'm sure there's still a lot of people in America who didn't know. And no, then there's a lot of people in America that will see it as someone that's not standing for the flag and just disrespecting the flag and they haven't actually heard anything he, he has to say on the issue. Yeah, there's a lot of people in America who still feel like that. Who are, burning, <laughs> who are burning crusty Nikes. I was chatting to Lauren. I said, the moment I see someone bear, uh, burn a pair of off-white fly-knit <laughs> Vapor Maxes, yeah. That's when I know America. Yeah, then they're it. serious. Then they're done out here because, bruv, those are the pengest crips. If you're able to burn those because you're that angry with Kaepernick, yeah, then I know your nation is fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> as a nation, you guys are um, lost. They're burning the fucking, the, the pink whites. You know the, you know when you have those, so, those, that, those socks? <laughs> the white socks that are bare old, they're just going oh, pink at the toes, bruv. <laughs> those are, those, those bro, are the socks, socks they're burning, fam. <laughs> oh, fam, you know what? I just clicked, I never told you about Carnival. Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait! I had one more thing oh, to say sorry. about Kaepernick. <laughs> I think it's also good that it's um, it's a big organization that's backing him now. Yeah, because he didn't have any mm. support from anything like that before. Yeah, so, so anything properly major. Yeah, and it's funny as well because um, with Nike, like you see the support they have for Serena all the time, and like even LeBron said, like, like the reason he signed a lifetime contract with them is because they showed him like they're about it. Yeah. So like maybe they're just maybe yeah. they do genuinely like care. Yeah. So I think all in all it's a good thing. Mm. But what happened at Carnival? Bro, yeah. I'm so sad that I missed Carnival this Bro, year, man. You know on the Sunday when it was raining, you should have just still come. Cause yeah. But I will say my vans are completely ruined. <laughs> like I've had to I sent them to Ghana to drive <laughs> to get them fixed. Because <laughs> I contacted this uh, this company on Instagram, they they hit me up like they, they clean shoes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent them a picture. They were like the first thing they said was like. It, it won't be back to brand new but we can see what we could do for 15 quid as soon as I saw that I was like nah I'm gonna send it to God and one of them guys at God to sort me up but yeah nah um, cause obviously like but my, my vans turned blue like you see on the back of the vans it's like there's a blue patch on the back of vans yeah, yeah. which is like fabric yeah so the colour from that ran because of the amount of rain that's that's mad. and um, it ran so the whole white bottom of the van was blue yeah and my toes were blue as well and my toes are still kind of blue i can't even lie to you I've, I've, I've had countless showers since and i've scrubbed my toes but like 
there's some permanent discoloration that I can't even. That's Joe's. All for a couple of wines. More than a couple. Bro. <laughs> all, all for a, a lot of wines. Yeah, <laughs> spiritual. Fam, <laughs> Eman was yeah. doing the madness, bro. I saw that, bro. <laughs> no, the next day he hit me. He's like, bro, I beg you to leave me. <laughs> uh, he was moving wild. Fam, Jamaicans, yeah. Jamaicans take carnival so seriously. <laughs> like, for real. It's like they've been in training for bro. it. Like, it's their birthright, man. <laughs> Honestly, man. But yeah, um,. To be honest, we don't even have time to get into carnival properly. But basically, in the, I'm going to wrap it up quick, yeah. I got fat in Miami. So I be I went gym like every day since I came back. Mm. And I was doing abs bare, trying to like get my um, figure back. Because I was trying yeah. to take my shirt off at carnival, yeah. yeah. I was trying to have my nips out, basically. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but, you know, I was trying to take my shirt off and everything, like, you know. Um, but it rained the day that I, I went, yeah. So I had to buy a poncho. Yeah. And then on the next day, I got two wave to even... <laughs> you know what happened? Like, um, so... I remember getting to Shepherd's Witch Station. Yeah. Next thing I know, it's like six. I'm sitting on like a uh, a stoop with a Ghana flag wrapped around me. So I bought a Ghana flag and I'm eating rice and peas. <laughs> and well, like, you don't have any idea. Bro, what I just snapped snap back. I was like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> and um, I looked at my phone. I've got so many missed calls, all these messages. Um, and I didn't even realize I'd been messaging Shiji for the last like 10 minutes trying to link up with him. And I had my like what's, uh, WhatsApp live location on. Yeah. But I kept walking away from him. <laughs> So he would get to where I just was and I would just be wondering. I don't even know what was going on. But yeah, that was my carnival Monday. But That sun- sounds like a messy Monday, bro, man. Bro, and Sunday was good. Listen, guys, we're out here. Follow us on Instagram at 2Gs in a pod. Uh, Twitter at 2Gs. At 2Gs in a pod underscore. You already know the SoundCloud. Where are you listening to this episode? <laughs> Come on. Are you sick of this? Yeah, she's sick of the yard. She's hard, bro. Until next time, guys.